0: Hallelujah. How many of you know that God is here? Thank you. You may be seated. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to be here, finally. (laughs) You have no idea how many struggles we have to go through. As a Dominican uh, third world country, it's very difficult. So I went through the American embassies. Five times to try to get my visa, and every time you go there, you have to pay for 500 US dollar, not refundable So, if they say yes, good. If they say no, whoop. Oh, so sorry. But this was God's year for me and my family. So we went for the sixth time. Everybody, like, okay, guys. Let's jump in faith and let's take what we have. So I went and I said, okay, God, I'm going to do it. I get my baby's passport. So we went and God said, yes, this is our time. So it's so good to be here. This is my first time in the United States. And it's been such an amazing time. So this is my fifth week in the United States. I've been traveling around the country, oh my gosh. (laughs) This is so different and it's been, you know, humbling myself because so many food. Oh, hallelujah. Man, you have to sacrifice yourself for the kingdom. So, (laughs) God is good, God is good. So, it's such a great pleasure to be here. My brother Sergio, his wife Tina, may God bless you, thank you. My brother Vince, his parents, I'm very thankful to God for this family. They have been in the DR, uh, so every time they go there, are you ready to have fun? So, let's go. So, I hope you guys, you can go and you will see what we're talking about. So I want to share a little bit about my family, my ministry, what we are doing back in the Dominican Republic, and then we will jump into the world. Hey, Pastor, you ready? We had a good time this week with the praise and worship team and the youth team. How many of you have been blessed? Praise God. It's been good. It's been good this week. There you go. Guys, this is my family, my wife, Diana. And my kids, hallelujah to God. I want to go back. Yes, <laughs> this is my son Magdiel and Thais. This is my father. He's 36 years in the ministry, and my mother, she is a preacher, too. And this is my mother-in-law, and this is our local baseball team starts. And this is me, you know, doing my thing. <laughs> enjoying the worship and here we're preaching the gospel training to the youth walking around different churches and you can see this is me translated to different preachers that we received there that's the youth receiving christ as lord and saviors this is us in the tv station with pastors and leaders and this is part of our ministry that was last year in a haitian village their first time they have a Christmas dinner those are Haitians the majority of them sometimes have one meal per day and this is our school project that we are working this is our partner Pastor Freddy and his family and this is the school that we work with right now with about 200 little children and most of them don't have legal paper. This is the school when we started to work there. This is a school project that we're working with. It it was like that. So we jump in faith and we say, oh no, no, no. Because of hurricanes, it was made of pallets, wood from pallets that we, we get. So through the donations and the seeds, we say, God, because of many hurricanes, we were very afraid so we start working in the project and we turn that into concrete so we have been uh, mission teams going there working in in our construction and sowing seeds and we have been trusting God, believing God because without faith we can't move so we start like with uh, 25th Kids. now we are working with about 200 most of those kids are Haitian so they are they were born in the Dominican but they don't have legal paper so they can go to the public school and God, through this man who has been 17 years working in that community and the Lord took me to partner with him so through my connections and the missions we start working with those children showing the love of God teaching to them you see it a Haitian Little Kids. So we're working. That's his wife Mary, Pastor Freddie. And they have been very reliable people. That's Christian School, Ebenezer. So that was the first step. That was when we got our concrete roof. And then we start working in the second floor. Because more kids, more parents were coming to us. So we believe that for our second floor, in which we are working right now. And so you can have an idea, this is how it looks, Now it looks now. This is just by faith. We are working and sowing. God is good. God is good. So guys, we thank you. I'm very, very thankful. God knows uh, with uh, your support every month, uh, we do many things. Sometimes we have kids that got sick. Sometimes we have family that they don't have food. So every time that my my brother sent me a text. Hey, brother, we got your support. Say, praise God. Let's go and do this. Let's go and do something with this. Sometimes we are not waiting. We have, oh, God, what do we have today for the children? And then Pastor Sergio sent me a text. I say, okay, Pastor Freddy, I'm coming back. Where are you going? You'll see. Then I came back to one hour later and say with back of food. And what was that? God's provision. <laughs> so God is good. And I, I feel very, very strong in my heart what God is doing here at Elevate Life. Because God, you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. This is just the beginning. The best is yet to come. Amen. Because what I have learned in my life is that the great big things from God never starts big. Always starts little. And the calling from god you can never never do it by your own when god call you you don't have when god calls you you don't have money for that you don't have resources for that because if you can do it with your own money with your own intelligence with your own resources that one from god is for you so when we, you can achieve things that you are like, oh my God, hey, how could you do that? Mm-mm, it wasn't me. The glory is to God. That's from God because he calls you and he provides for you. So the calling, holy calling of God for your life, just jump in it. Amen. Jump in it. Because I want to tell you the secrets that the Lord has spoken to me this week for you guys. And the first one is that God never called you to understand him. God has never called elevate life to understand him, but to trust him and obey him. Yeah, obey God and trust God. And maybe in five, ten years when you open your eyes and see, ah, now I understand. But he doesn't want you to understand because this kingdom is opposite to the kingdom of darkness. In the kingdom of God, darkness, their mindset is, you see, and then you believe. It's not here. Here you have to believe so you can see. Yeah. So I want you to jump with me into Mark chapter 10, verse 46. I praise God for for the praise and worship team. They are doing such a great job for the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for allowing me to share with you and enjoy my hobby one more time. (laughs) God is good. I just lose myself when I am in the presence of God. Because we have been created to be in the presence of God. Mark chapter 10 verse 46. Pastor, can you come and read it for me, please? 46 up to 52.
1: All right. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out from Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, the son of Timaeus, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the wayside. And when he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And then he rebuked them that he should hold his peace. But he cried out the more a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and said, Call ye him. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good cheer, rise, he calleth thee. And he casting and he, casting away his garment, sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered him and said, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, "Rabbi, that I may receive my sight. To where? Up to two. Uh, and Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made me whole. And straightway he received his sight and followed him in the way. Amen.
0: Father, we thank you. We honor you. I cannot teach without you. I need you, Holy Spirit. We need your anointing. You're welcome in this place. We open up our hearts to receive the only thing that you know to give. And that it's the best. You only give the best to us. So God, we receive from you. What you have for us today. You know our hearts. So Father, take my mind, my soul, my lips, and please even speak to me and speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, I want to share a little bit with you about the power of faith. Because what God is doing for this place, it is by Faith. So, we need to to understand what the Lord has called us to walk. He has called us to walk in faith. So, I want to, to share about three principles, three principles about faith. And the number one is that faith is known. Faith needs to be known. Number two, faith needs to be developed. Faith needs to be developed. And number three, faith needs to be released. Faith needs to be released. If I ask, what is faith? Everybody knows. Everybody's going to jump in Hebrew chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is the substance of the things hope for, is <clears throat> having something that you don't have, is <laughs> enjoying something that there is in your, it is not in your hands, so what I like, what I like the most is uh, in, the, in the Hebrew translation for God. The Hebrew translation for God, uh, the Greek, better, I like better the Greek because the Greek means uncreated deity. God was never created. God has always existed. Therefore, that's what I love the most because when you open the Bible, you find yourself with Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. But a couple of years ago, I found out that there is a verse that it is in Genesis chapter 1 verse 0. Before anything was, was God. (laughs) Before anything was, was God. And then God created the beginning. (laughs) The beginning was created by God. So in the beginning, God. You know what that means? If God is not in your beginning, God won't be in the middle. If God is not in your beginning, God won't be in the end because God is a jealous God. And he say, I don't want anything that took my place. My place is the first place. Because through God, you will start walking in your life that it is not yours. Because it is God's purpose for your life. Because he brought you here. Because there is something that needs to be done in Sacramento. And he has chosen Elevate Life Church to do it. Oh my goodness. There are many people waiting outside for you guys. There is a cosmos. It's your own world. The cosmos is that surrounds you. There are many people that you can affect. That Pastor Vince, they don't know, but you know, and you can affect them. But you need to know that God, God is there for you. But God is a God. That he doesn't have love. He is love. And you cannot manifest love if you don't have God. You need to show somebody God through you. But you need him because you cannot give what you don't have. So in order to give God, you need to have God. So God tells us, in the beginning, I need to be in your beginning. I need to be be the first thing. So when you go at night to bed, you put your shoes way down the bed. So when you wake up, you wake up on your knees. And say, God, thank you, I need you today. God, thank you, I need you today. Thank you for the life. Thank you for the air I breathe. Thank you for this morning because many people did not open their eyes today. But look where you are. You are here in God's presence. Oh, man, oh, man, give a hand clap to God. You're here in his presence. Hallelujah. Oh, glory Dios. He wants to bless you. Yes. He himself sustains himself. Nobody sustains God. He is God because he is. I am the great I am. Nobody sustains me, but I sustain everything. So, you are not worshiping God because God needs your worship. We worship God, and when we worship God, God doesn't get to be more God than he is. He's already God. So, sometimes the the people think that when we worship God, God, oh, thank you, I need to worship. No, God, not going to worship you. Please worship me. What? No. When you worship God, the blessed one, it is you. Because God is already God. With your worship, God is God. Without your worship, God continues to be God. So because when we open our hearts and we give our best of us, our worship to God from our heart, God receives our worship and he turns your worship back like blessings. Like strength. Like knowledge. Like wisdom. He gave you what you need when you stop to give God what he deserves. Because he is already God. What we do don't make God more God than he is. That's why we need to run unto him. We need to rely on him. We need to trust him. And sometimes we trust more our pockets than God. Sometimes we trust more our spouse, our job than God. And that's God why, okay, let me leave him alone. So when you start drawing, you start, oh God, oh God, now you're calling me? <laughs> that's what I that's what I enjoy the most from the atheists. When they are <laughs> before the tough situation that they forget that they don't believe in God, but they call him. <laughs> when that atheist jump into that wild Forest, when he saw that tiger running up to him, oh my God, my God, no, you don't know me, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> but God doesn't want you to take him, last can aid response. He wants you to be his friend continually because he wants you to know that he created you with something inside. And the Bible says, that you need to understand that you are not body. You are spirit. That is the first thing God did. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. So the first he created was your spirit. You are spirit. You are not body. You are a spirit and you live in a body. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. Your body is the apartment for your spirit. It is like when it's very cold, you, you, you wear a glove, but when you go back home, you take away your glove. That's what happens when people die. Their glove is taken away. Because you are a spirit, and God created human. And I was speaking about with the youth about that. But the Lord is is pushing me to share this because you know what happened? The sinful nature has led us to live more in the natural, in the things that we can see and we forget who we really are. And that is why we forget about the spiritual realm and many of us think that spiritual realm is something far away. Let me tell you that I believe more in the spiritual than in the natural, than in the physical. Because the Bible says that these what we can see, come from the unseen. Yeah, right. And then God is a spiritual God. And then when we are not close to God, we can see the things of God like supernatural. Super means above. Above of the natural. And God says, I don't know the supernatural. Do you know that God doesn't know the supernatural? Because what we call supernatural is natural to God. Is normal to God. So want to take Elevate Life Church, that in Elevate Life Church, the things that are about to happen, you don't be like, whoa, no. This is natural in Elevate. This is natural. What the people outside call supernatural, God is going to make it natural here. Healings, deliverance pour out of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God, provision of God. God wants you to understand that he doesn't want you living in the supernatural. He wants that the supernatural is natural for you. The normal people that don't have a relationship with God, they call crazy or supernatural the things that should be natural for us. But now I see the people in the kingdom of God, the people that knows God, Claiming for the supernatural when it should be natural, normal for us. Miracles are going to be normal in Elevate Life. Provision is going to be normal in Elevate. Because this is a church that God has chosen to make change. So you have been chosen to be a world changer. You have been chosen to impact. Sacramento. Yes. But you cannot impact Sacramento if you have been impacted first. Because you cannot get what you, what you don't have. So God wants to connect with you so you can see the way he sees. So God sees the things without the natural eyes. That's why he when men fall, God needs to set up a plan. And God give men a currency. Okay, Abraham, I want to have a relationship with you. So anything you need for me, here you have. You need that currency. That's the, currencies, that's the currency that we use in heaven called faith. You can buy anything from heaven without faith. You cannot get salvation without faith. You cannot get your marriage to overcome what is going on without faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. So we need faith. But God has given you faith. Come with me to Romans chapter 12. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The first one, faith needs to be known. So every one of us here at Elevate Life need to understand that you already have faith. Pastor, uh, 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 I want to pray like you pray because God listens to you. He listens to you. He listens to you too. The problem is that you don't believe that he's listened to you. And it's very easy for you to come down here to church and you believe that somebody can be used by God and you can be healed and rather that God can use you to be healed and to heal others. Because it's easier to use your faith for others rather than you. And sometimes you forget that you have faith. Okay, let, let God to tell you. God is looking for first, you change your mind. Renew your mind. So God is a God of prefix. A prefix is a word that have the power to change the meaning of other words. So re means go backward. That is why God is the God of re. Man, sinful nature is the man or the nature of pro. That's why that's why man is. This is God, the source. And when man declare independence for God from God, man says, now I am going to start progressing. I am going to move forward and I will left God behind. That's why man is, he thinks he's progressing. The man is progressing that now children used to be raised through the community. You know what happened 20 years ago? If I did something wrong in my neighborhood, pastor came to me and said, what are you doing? Bang, oh. he spanked me. twice. Ah. I go to my dad. My dad said, what happened to you? No, he spanked me. Oh, hey, brother, what's up? No, he was doing this and the. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Bang, bang, don't do that again. And the community raised our child. Now, the men is so progressed that internet and television is raising our child. We are so progressed that even teachers and nobody can touch our child, even though they're doing evil things. Progress. You know, when the men progress, men start doing new things that even God doesn't know. So they are presenting God, did new things called... Self, sex, marriage, and God said, "What is that?" I don't know that. Men say, "Yes, God, I'm progressing." <laughs> so that's progress, and progress is most of the time against of the nature of God. So God is way back there, and men keep progressing. That's why God start his no calling. He started calling the man and he said, Okay, I need to go. I need to go and take him over. So God came with a different prefix and he used re. That's why God says, Regress, come back to the source. And then when Jesus came, he started using the prefix of God and said, Repent. Repent means turn 180 degrees and go back to the source. God is your source. God is your source. God is your source. <laughs> so every word of God in the program God from, for us is with re. Regress. Repent. Renew. That's why he resurrected. <laughs> oh my God. Because he wants you to renew your thoughts. Because the way you have been thinking is away from the source. Because he wants to reestablish his kingdom in your life. And when you understand that God is calling you to regress to him, so you will stop thinking in your own and you will start walking by faith. And then, that's pa- Paul says here. Renew your mind. Do not fashion it according to this world. But be transforming by the renewing of your mind. The word renew is not to make something again. It's to take that thing and take it to the original manufacturer. And he's going to give you new one again. So that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Verse 3, Romans 12. For I say, through the grace that was given to me, to very man that is among you do not think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But so to think as to think soberly according as God. Why did he say that? God has deal to each man a measure A measure of what? God has given you a measure of what? Everyone here at Elevate Life Church has a measure of faith. There is a problem. Some of you exercise of faith and your faith starts increasing. Some of you don't do nothing with your faith and your faith starts vanishing. That's why you start looking for the big, oh, Hinn! wow. And God said, what he's doing? You believe. That's what I tell you. Write this down. You only own what you believe. What you don't believe doesn't belong to you. <laughs> what you don't believe doesn't belong to you. You saw there are Christians that they angels. Oh, that's why I don't believe in. You don't believe in angels. You don't know what you're wasting. You don't know what you're missing. For example, in my country, or you believe or you die. (laughs) I don't know in Africa, I don't know in Haiti, but in my country, or you believe or you die. Because a lot of robbery people is trying to to get things that they cannot afford so we have this a lot of big bars in our doors we are living in our own prisons our houses i was very amazed when i was here in, in north carolina the pastor and the children let's go to church and they go they don't lock the door they even left their kids in the car and i so was like what Let's go, let's go to the restaurant. Pastor, you okay? No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay here. So relax, brother. Relax. Like I don't see that back home. I don't see that back home. Oh, my God. Pastor, you don't lock your doors? No. Why? Oh, my God. And when I get into my bedroom, I'm looking, looking everything. Like, why? Because this is my lifestyle, This is what I live. So when I go, when I go behind, I say I check my house before I go into base. I declare angels. With thorns in their hands here in this door, here's in the door, and and every window. I declare angels because I don't trust my luck. My trust is not in my luck. It's in the my God. it's in my God. He's my protector. He's my protection. So my faith is in God's protection. And I remember one night, because every time I go to preach, it doesn't matter how far, I come back to sleep in my bed. There is no place like my bed. So one night, I was preaching like four hours away, and I drove, and I came back like two 2 a.m., so my wife opened the doors for me. I entered, so she was behind me, and I thought that she locked everything. So we went to bed about 3, and 3.30 a.m., my wife says she felt a presence of somebody by her side and knocked her shoulder twice and said, front door. She woke up like, Nelson, front door. So I went to the front door, The iron door was wide open, the glass door was wide open, and I was like, Jesus. And I locked the door, I locked the door, I went to the bathroom, I went under the bed, I went in my kids' room, and I was like, thank you, God. The angel of God wake up my wife so I can go and lock the door. You only own what you believe. That is why God only has one group of people. I don't know in what group you are. Because Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, God says, "No signals, signs, wonders, miracles, we follow just one group. Those who believe. (laughs) I don't know what is following you. But the thing you want to follow, you need to believe. Because you will only work over on the things that you believe. Yeah. And God tells you here that he has given you a measure of faith. There is no excuse. Faith must to be known. You need to understand what faith is. For faith have you been saved. Because when Jesus died, neither your you grand, 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 grand. In 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 Spanish we say tatara tatara grandfather tatara tatara (laughs) tatara. They were not born, so neither you. And Jesus was hanging in a cross for six hours from nine a.m. up to three p.m. bleeding away in faith that you in 2014 would say, Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I don't know how many of you believe. Yeah, Do you believe that Jesus died for you? Yes. Do you believe that his blood can cleanse you and save you? Yes. You have faith. Faith needs to be known. You need to understand that you already have faith. So when you understand that I have faith, when faith is known, then you step into the other, the other principle, which is faith. faith needs to be developed. Exercise, work out. Yeah. You need to work out your faith. Because if you don't work out your faith, you won't, th- you won't see anything. So I was a musician. I had my rock band, praise and worship team, working around, playing concerts, recording in studios, doing my things. And God said, hey, that's enough. I want you with a microphone. What? God, you know, in my town, the population of my city is about 350,000 people. So, in my city, we only have about 200 evangelists. If the pastor thinks in the evangelist, they never preach in their churches. <laughs> For so many evangelists that we have. So, I, I have, I was born around pastors. I'm a pastor kid, so I know every pastor in town. I know every evangelist. Even we have an evangelist association. I was a vice president of that association. So, And God called me and said, God, you have a lot of evangelists here. Why do you need me? So, if you have chosen me for this, I want to see your power. God said, you already have faith. Go for it. So, let me tell you, I want to see the sick be healed. God said, lay hands. Pray for them. So, I start praying for people. Ah, I got a stomach. Father, in the name of Jesus. What's going on? You look, you look kind of uh, 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 sad. Yes, I got this headache. Can I? Father, in the name of Jesus. Touch her now. Everyone that's in, a, oh, my ear, in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, I pray like a hundred and nothing happened. But 101, heal. 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 so. When I got my first testimony, I was like, oh, it's true. <laughs> I was exercising. I wanted to see. You know what happened? God wants you to exercise your faith. He wants to see if that is true, what you want from him. So, at the beginning, it won't be easy. But that is why he wants you to, to have what? Consistency. Yes. Because the devil never stop, He never stops tempting you. You can run away from a temptation. You can hack yourself today, tomorrow, he will be waiting for you. So you need to be constant in what you believe. And I remember one day, I was, uh, I was as an armor bearer for a preacher. I I do everything. I'm a driver. I'm an bear. I do everything. Yeah. So this preacher, he, he's he's from Argentina, but he pastors in New York, Jer- in New Jersey. His name is uh, Pastor uh, David Greco. David Greco. So he was there, and <clears throat> I was with him carrying his Bible, all his stuff. And this lady, he was at Orchard. He was a servant, but he was sitting in the church, very sad. And I said, hey. Evelyn, that's your wife's cousin. Evelyn, what's going on with you? Ah, I can't even walk. I have such a heavy headache. And as everybody knows me, I'm always joking and laughing. And I said, really? May God heal you today. (laughs) And I left. I walk away. And she thought like, he's always joking. And I said, receive your healing right now. And I laughed. (laughs) See you. And I left. So 10 minutes later, I saw Evelyn. Serving food, serving, his, oh, Evelyn, what is your heritage? She said, oh, I didn't remember. I thought you were joking. Yes, I was joking. I got faith and you're healed now. Yeah. Because when you want something, in your, God, God hates religion. Yeah. And religion may help send us to see God like, oh, my God. And then when you, you have faith, you have to pray for somebody. she's sick. And then you say, Father, you abide in the greatness of heaven. Right now, holy. No, no, no. <laughs> Be healed in the name of Jesus. See you later. That's it. That's it. I saw a video and I laughed so hard because that video, the little boy, he came to his father. His father, is, he's reading the newspaper and he came to his father. Father, you that are seated in your holy chair, oh, you are the provider of this house. You are the provider of this family. Father, I love you. You are my father. And the father was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Father, I love you. I carry your name. My last name is yours, Father. I love you. And his father was like, but what do you want? I want $2 for an ice cream, Father. <laughs> and Father said, can you come to me? and say, Daddy, I need $2 for an ice cream. And he said, no, that's what I see when you go to God to pray. He sees his father. Asking for his need unto God, and my father said all the same to God. He say, Ah, I know how to get something from my father. So he went to his father and he prayed the same way his father prayed to God, and God gave a lesson to them. You just need to come to me and say, "My daddy, I need this." And I did. I'm your daddy. Stop your religious issues. Do, do, pray, talk. How you talk? Just be who you are before the Father. And that's what happened with us. You don't ask like that to your friends. Hey, my friend, how are you today? Can we walk and hang out a little bit? No. Hey, bro, how you doing? Hey, y'all, what's up? God said, talk to me like that. You're a mechanic, talk like a mechanic. Oh, God, take your screwdriver and take my car out of me. Everything that you don't like, take the way you talk to God. He knows your slang. He knows how you speak. So, And then we speak very cool to our friends. And then, okay, we are in church. And then, okay, you see you, yo, brother. And then you come to God. Holy Father, you are in heaven. God said, what? Shut up. Talk to me like a friend. Be yourself unto me. Be yourself. Don't come with me like with a mask. I know who you are. I just need you to have faith when you come before me. Because faith is going to change the things. Faith is going to release power. And what is power? Power is the ability to change situations. So, when you enter in a relationship with God, that is why you don't develop faith. Let's go to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Write it down. How how can you develop faith? How can you exercise your faith? Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Look what God says. How faith comes. So faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You want to work out, exercise your faith? Here it says. So turn this verse backward. The word of God. Your ears. <laughs> and then you start listening God. When you start listening God, faith comes. You know why you don't develop faith? Because you don't dive in the word of God. You're too more busy. You're too busy. When you read the manual, the Bible. Manual means the mind of the creator, which is in the Bible. Somebody said to me, and I will never forget, hey, don't be silly. When you open the Bible, God opens his mouth. (laughs) So when you enter into the Bible, your way of hearing is going to change. Because God says, with me, you can. The devil said, no, you cannot do that. I cannot do that by my own. But with God, I can do anything. You can. So when you enter into the Bible, your faith is going to develop. And then once you develop faith, how I show you that I have faith? By the way I speak. The way you speak tells me if you have faith or not. That's why you need to see, you need to be watch out who you hang out with. Because if you're surrounded with people that is always complaining, you will end up complaining too. Oh, I have a pain in this leg. I have a pain in, in my back. And then you will feel like, I'm oh, me too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're hanging out every time with Elaine, and one year you will be like, Because that's what you surround with. So men and women here, if you want to be a woman of faith, surround with women of faith. If we want to be a man of war, surround with men of the war. Men that dive in the war. Men that speak the war. Men that change their mindset. You need to change your cycles. That is what God is doing here with many people. And God want me to tell you this. Because some of you have people that don't call you anymore. Some of you have people that you're asking like, Oh, she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. Let her go because it's not adding to your future. It's not adding to your portfolio. Let her go. Let her go. Let her go. Let him go. God wants to switch your cycle. Because he wants to take you into another level. Because God has called Elevate Life to be eagles. So if he calls you to be an eagle. Why are you hanging out with chicken? (laughs) Chicken minded, when they see a trouble, oh God, look my trouble. Eagle minded, when they see trouble, they see God. They see trouble, see my God. (laughs) When chicken minded, are facing a problem. They look their problem up. <laughs> How can I meet this? How can they start crying? When eagle minded. See a problem. You know what they do? They fly high. Because they understand. As high as you fly. As small your problem becomes. <laughs> because you're going to be great. You're going to be closer. Of the highest. And the highest tells, all things are possible. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. So, dive in the world. Love the world. Because many of you have dreams. But dreams without goals remain dreams. And later, a few disappointments. (laughs) But dreams, in the goal, in the way to achievement, needs two things. Discipline and constancy. You need to be. I want this. So, I want to finish speaking a little bit of our friend, Barty Mills. Because when you read that verse, verse 46, it says, And Jesus went to Jericho. And when he left Jericho, so Jesus need to spend one day walking to cross the city. And it says, Holy Spirit told me, did you see that? And I said, what? He entered the Jericho and he left Jericho. And then what happened? He didn't heal anyone. Because anyone placed a demand on the power of Jesus. But when he left Jericho, he saw this, this man was there, Barty Mills. He was blind, he was sick, and he was a beggar. Three things. Say with me, he was blind, he was sick, and he was a beggar. There is a lot of blind people in the church that they haven't seen how powerful is God. That they haven't seen that they can face their problems. That they haven't seen that they can do all things through Christ. And when they, how they can not see, they sit. See when you sit, you don't produce. That's why many people, when they come to churches, uh, hello, brother. Yes, I'm sorry, this is my chair. You're sitting on my chair. Because that is everything what they have in church a chair. And there are many chairs that they have their butt marking in it. You see, that's my butt. So that's my chair. Because everything what they have here is a chair. And they tell you, this is not a place for you to stay. This is a place for you to train. Because I need you to outside doing great things for the kingdom. And that's what happened in your life. They are sick. When you are sick, you don't produce. As the way you don't produce, you have to beg. Oh, God, give me them today's bread. Oh, God, I need a car. Oh, God, and then you start begging. That's what happened with Bartimaeus. He was blind. He was sick and then he needs to beg. But what happened? He listens. That is why God today is up in your ear. Because he wants you to listen. That he's here. That he's with you. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. He's, he's with you. And then he said, I'm tired of this. And that is why many people feel uncomfortable because God wants to take you out of your comfort zone. And Bartimaeus said, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me." Uh, you know what happened when you are tired of the same and you raise up to make a change? People around you are going to get mad. Let me give you an idea: in Mexico, and it's the, almost the same like in the Dominican Republic, we have a lot of motorcycle. When you go and you park your motorcycle, the doggy doggies is outside on the street, they come around you and they lie down around your motorcycle. As long as the motorcycle is there, the doggies are fine. Once you take the motorcycle and you turn it on, the doggies start. when you depart, the dogs come behind. That's what happened. When you are sitting on the chair, nothing has happened. People are not with you, they are fine. They are okay. You are the same. You are like them. No change, nothing. When you say, I'm tired of it. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to raise up. People start bargaining. Where are you going? What are you going to do? What is that that you're tithing? What is that that you're offering? I want change. So shut up. That's what happened with Bartimaeus. Shut up. You don't want to change? I want to change. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I want to change. I want to change. I don't want to be the same again. No, but we don't, we don't worship like that here. Shut up. That's what happened in many churches. Holy Spirit is not there. It's way back there in the sidewalk. And may come to Jesus. Very strange for me. Jesus was God on earth and he knew everything. Bartimus what do you want me to do for you what do you want me to do for you Jesus I'm sorry with all your respect you're not blind you see that he's blind he needs his eye yes but Jesus wants you to tell him what you need God wants you to speak to him because in every relationship if you don't have intimacy it's a relationship of convenience In every relationship, when you don't invest quality time, it's a relationship of business. In every relationship, when you are the only one that speaks, that relationship will last. Because there is a law, and the law is the law of exchange. You speak, I speak. You give me your idea, I give you my idea, and then we share. That was Jesus telling what do you want me to do for you? Because Bartimaeus could say, Jesus... I'm hungry. Okay, I'm going to give you a KFC big bucket. Come on. And he fed, but he's still blind. Buddy Mills, what do you need? Jesus, you know, I've been begging for two weeks. I got no money. Uh, 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 what is, where is this friend? Judas! Come on, bring me the wallet. Let me give him 200, but he's still blind. What do you want me to do for you? I want to receive my sight. Receive it. God want to hear from you what you need. God want to hear from you what you want. When Jesus called Mills, he dropped his garment. It means I know that something new is going to happen in that meeting. Every time you make a meeting with Jesus, you will never be the same again. Drop your garment. Of unbelief. Drop your garment of doubt. And then jump and release your faith. You release your faith speaking. People are saying things are difficult. Praise of God. Obama. Stop. You don't have nothing to do with Obama. Because you don't belong to kingdoms Obama. You belong to God's kingdom. So your provision is not coming from Obama. It's coming from the kingdom. So do not believe. Do not, do not waste your time in that release your face speaking when everybody is speaking evil is speaking but you start speaking different you start blessing when was the last time you embrace your wife and you lay hands over your wife baby I bless you baby I honor you for being my wife baby I command the blood of Jesus over your life I declare blessing when was the last time you embrace your children and you declare blessings over them then Release your faith with the power of your tongue. Release your faith because everything that you speak in the physical realm becomes reality. In the spiritual realm and then you can see it. There is a power in your mouth. Stand on your feet. I want to bless you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for your presence, Holy Spirit. Reba I speak healing today. I speak deliverance today. Oh, I speak provision today. And I thank you in advance. For Elevate Life Building, God. I thank you. I release angels right now. Working. Working. Because it is done. It is already done. And we thank you in advance, God. Oh, and I declare good news in the last seven days. In the next seven days, I declare good news. Good news. Good news in the next seven days. Good news. Good news. There is a breakthrough. I declare a breakthrough. I declare a breakthrough. I declare a breakthrough in the name of Jesus. No weapon forms against you guys will be able to prosper. Because God is with you. Stop thinking and stop saying, I'm waiting on God. No, God is saying, I'm waiting on you. Yeah. God is waiting on you. It's time to declare the things that you don't see to be seen. Come on, open your mouth and start prophesying over your family. Come on, open your mouth. I prophesy over your business. Come on, open your mouth. I prophesy over your marriage. Come on. Shibarababa. Come on, open your mouth and prophesy. The devil wants you to think you are silly. You are not silly. You are, oh my God, you're not wasting your time. You are investing. Come on, open your mouth. Oh, I prophesy over the marriage. I prophesy over your marriage. I prophesy over your business. I prophesy life. I prophesy life over your children. I prophesy life over your pocket, over your wallet, over your purse. I prophesy that God is with you. Come on, prophesy. Talk to God.
1: Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. We stir up faith in the room. We thank you that faith is stirred up in the room.